0: I would be considered a catch, like a prosperous catch.
1: <laughs> Howdy, you're listening to Come and Take It, a talk show about Texas by Texans, where three friends born and raised in the Lone Star State share views on the history, culture, and just what it means to be Texan. I'm Mike Zolkowski. I'm Sean McIver. And I'm Scott Elfstrom. woo 2018 was quite a ride, folks. And today, on New Year's Day... We're taking a look back at some of our favorite topics of Texas history on Come and Take It. But first, what's your favorite Texas good news story of 2018? Listen, I'm going to go first. Uh, I, I saw this story. made the USA Today. It's delightful. <laughs> and the headline says, Great-grandmother kills alligator that ate her miniature horse with one shot. In Texas. So first of all, the one shot part is is you're not allowed to actually shoot at alligators in Texas. It's a very short season for alligators. You actually have to trap them and then you're allowed to shoot them. So you have to you actually she trapped it and then she shot it. But this five hundred and eighty pound alligator is the one that she suspected ate her pet miniature horse. Uh she's a tough <laughs> She's a tough old lady judge from East Texas. Uh we'll put a link in the show notes to the story, but uh this happened back in September, so you know. Good shooting,
2: Grandma. Yeah. Um, you know, I I don't know that there's a specific good news story in Texas that I can think of, but um, I'm continually encouraged and um, hopeful whenever I read about the continuing stories of uh, Texans helping each other out um, in the wake of Hurricane Harvey. That was a big storm, did a lot of damage, and... Uh, People continue to come together to recover from that. So um, that's that's what I think of uh, when I think of good news in Texas these days. Oh, that's nice. Yeah,
0: that's good news. Uh, Well, I have one. Coyote's reign of terror ends. Frisco, Texas, has been in in the grips of a series of violent attacks by a vicious coyote. Several people were attacked and injured by this coyote, which are not naturally aggressive towards humans police captured the suspected animal today to the relief of residents, social media users, and roadrunners. Seriously, though, this has happened about a mile from my house. A coyote over the past several months has attacked at least five people, including a child and a woman recently that was bit so bad in the neck that she's had several surgeries. Uh, And then yesterday, two women were attacked. Uh, running, jogging in an area. So this is about a mile, two miles from my house. So it's kind of freaky to think about. But they think they've caught mm. that uh, coyote, and they they are going to try to determine if it has rabies or some other type of disease because this is not at all naturally uh, not not at all natural behavior for a coyote. Usually they're very sk- skittish and they'll run away. So you heard it here, probably not first, folks. Not first, yeah.
1: 2018 feels like it has flown by for me. Uh, and I'm sure for some of you out there, with everything going on all year and, and busy days at work, kids, holidays, everything going on, you feel the same way. But in looking back at it, we realized that we've been, we're, but in looking back at it, we wanted to ask ourselves a couple of great questions about the year and share our answers with you. So, first up, I'll just add, I'll throw it out there. What's some of your favorite show moments from
2: 2018? Um, you know, <sighs> i'm not gonna nothing jumps out at me at this very moment as a particular moment but guys we've been doing this for more than five years at this point and um hitting that mark um you know week after week uh that feels pretty good that's
1: a big that's a big deal and we did celebrate the five-year anniversary this year and doing five doing something every week for five years that's a that's a lot of reps but uh yeah i'm really proud of that that's and that's good. But, you know, it's one of those things of it's, uh, it's great to be able to do something like this with your best friends. You know, one I'll throw out there that was it was just a fun episode. One of the fun things about this year to me was is that, to me, we got to talk about some topics that we might not have normally done. And just finding out some facts about things we didn't know. But I also really just enjoy a lot of just the the personal moments where we sort of... Something happens and causes everybody to laugh and we just have a lot of fun. So... I just think there's something to be said for the for the fun of it.
0: Well, uh, mine was that I actually was able to take a vacation uh, and got probably four or five episodes worth of material out of uh, out of that vacation. Uh, we did. Uh, oh yeah. We went to West Texas, yeah, and we uh, traveled to my dad's hometown a week, and then we went up to the Panhandle, went to Paldurah Canyon, and so we got a full episode out of that. Uh, we went through Lubbock where my dad went to college and he talked about a tornado that had come through there and actually got three episodes out of tornadoes. And then, uh, we had our good, uh, really fun episode, the rainstorm that you had, Mike, I think that was one of my favorite things we did this year was that, uh, counties episode where we sat down and looked at, I looked at all the counties we thought we'd driven through. And then we talked about all the counties that none of us had been to. So uh i thought that was a great deal of uh fun that episode was is probably my favorite episode this year actually when i when i really sit down and think about it the realization that we all live an hour and a half away from paris and have never been there
1: yeah Um, (laughs) yeah that's so funny well i'll I'll tell you
0: that that's the crazy thing
1: to me well that leads me to when one you know let's talk about something unexpected we learned and i'm going to say this uh first up You know, I really enjoyed doing the one on the Great Texas Drought. It's a 10-year ecological disaster. Changed the landscape of Texas. Changed the economy and the ecology of Texas and the fact of how many uh, lakes that were built then in the 50s to build up the reservoirs and all of the water conservation in Texas. And that was really interesting, just sort of digging that story. I learned a whole lot just researching that that I kind of heard secondhand have been no. But even more than that, back in January, Sean blew my mind the fat men clubs of texas mm-hmm. <laughs> it's worth going back to listen to that episode because i had no yeah. idea that there were like fraternal orders of fat men jovial big fellas that just like to get together and have parties
0: fat men fat, fat. men is is <laughs> there's just there's nothing like <laughs> the fat men i mean we i would i would definitely qualify to be in the fat men's club oh so my i would be i would be considered a catch like a prosperous catch. The, the Royal to... MacIver will be in attendance. <laughs> the cupcakes yeah, he, must beware. He, he, <laughs> will, he will not come having, he will come having eaten. That's the question. <laughs> you must come having eaten. Oh <laughs> so that God. you don't eat all of the food. Oh, you that was a... And you don't break the bus as it takes you to the baseball game. That was, to me, oh. that was just amazing. I, I cannot get enough of the Fat Man. The agree. Fat Man but, Clubs
1: was, was a,
2: that was a game changer for me.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Now, one of my favorite things that I learned uh, making the shows this year was uh, when I did the research on uh, Grand Saline and mm. salt in Texas. Um, there was an awful lot of salt under the ground in Northeast Texas. Um, I had... You know, kind of knew in passing the, that there were some some salt domes uh, along the coast, um, you know, basically, you know, grown up on the coast and uh, around the oil industry and stuff. You know, you hear about the salt domes where, where the big oil deposits are, but just, you know, having the math laid out on how long it would take to actually use up that giant salt dome under Grand Saline is pretty crazy. Um, you know, I, I was in uh, episode 260 that we talked about there. And I'm
1: just going to poke in there and just going to tell you, I actually met somebody who's been down in those salt mines. Yes. And so oh, I I'm think jealous. I've, I know, I know. I'm jealous too. I didn't get to go down there, but described it. So we now have at least one connection. So if anybody else out there has an uncle in the salt mining biz, give us, <laughs> drop us a line because I we'll, would
2: love to go down we'll, there. We'll put that. on a
1: hard I'll bring a hard hat. i'm ready i'm ready to Um, experience it
2: yeah but uh also one of my favorite episodes where i learned some stuff that uh, i just never heard about before uh one of the many many texas related stories um, was when we talked about wilds richardson and the the polar bear expedition back in episode 237 um you know i just never would have thought of a good old texas boy that ended up you know, soldiering up there in Alaska and finding his way to uh, the Russian Civil War. Um, that's one of those crazy stories that you just
0: don't hear about. Yeah, that's like that was a great that was a fun, fun, that find. Was a cool episode. fun, cool episode. Well, I, I think uh, one of the, some of the things that I was thinking back on was uh, I really enjoyed the episode with Red Adair and I didn't know. I mean, I knew about him from the from the John Wayne movie and I knew about him just by reputation, but I didn't know just how innovative he was in terms of being uh, coming up with technology to fight fires. Uh, that was that was really fascinating to me, uh, and uh, just the techniques and the and the the tools that he developed and built. They're still standards for fighting wild fires and major disaster fires. So uh, that was a lot of fun to to learn. And then the two episodes we did on Colonel House. I knew about Colonel House as a history buff and a person who's read about World War One. Uh, and about the Wilson administration, but I didn't know all the details of just how important this Texas political insider was in being a power broker, and in really steering the progressive uh, agenda of the president and of the, you know, how close we came to really having an effective League of Nations, and and how a, a personal. Uh, conflict, you know, falling out with Woodrow Wilson really, you know, and and with Congress really uh, doomed that effort. So it was very fascinating to learn about Edward House. And it makes me kick myself even more because I one time saw a book called Colonel House of Texas in the the collectible book section of Half Price and it was like $30 and I didn't buy it and I should have bought it because I haven't seen it since. Well, I'm going to say too, like, that's been an interesting thing to
1: learn from this and we've talked about this before but but it's it's always cool about how having spent so many years now kind of examining this you know together with you guys the the bits and pieces of history that sort of get uncovered and learned and it's very it was interesting to learn the whole just how closely associated texas politics are to american politics Oh yeah. throughout you know for for decades and decades in the fact of, you know, the Colonel House story, we did the story about Cactus Jack and how he was the power broker behind the scenes in, in Congress for FDR. And then, you know, we haven't talked directly about LBJ yet. I know that that's your
0: <laughs> perpetual, It's your perpetual,
1: research. perpetual, but, magnum also, opus. Uh, uh, but, but it's also,
0: int- uh, uh, yeah. And, uh, Sam Rayburn, you know, in yeah. the, the office building where the, where the House of Representatives has all their offices. is called the Sam Rayburn Federal Building in yeah. Washington, D.C. It's fascinating
1: so. how how much, like, really, as much as we, we talk about stuff about how important Texas is to in national politics and how how they've been power brokers and behind the scenes. So it's been a really interesting piece of history that I'm glad we've got to uncover. You know, there's more to just Texas history than just the Alamo in San Jacinto. Not that that isn't an awesome topic to talk about. <laughs> So, um, we put a lot of work in, uh, to the show in terms of we write scripts, we do research, uh, we, you know, there's editing, publishing, a lot of site work and some things, but I just thought, you know, maybe I'd kind of throw out there, is there some fun kind of behind the scenes moments or something that sort of, you know, stuff that people maybe don't see in the episode or things that we wanted to highlight?
2: The behind the scenes stuff. Um, for the most part, it's pretty boring, but um, in my opinion, um, but, and we've mentioned this before. Um, we haven't been mentioning it much lately because um, we're slow, but uh, <laughs> we have been uh, working on a new uh, come and take it uh, website for the show that uh, I'm really excited about that. Uh, I do hope that we manage to get it out within uh, the first part of this, this new year coming up, but uh, I've been enjoying working on it, and I can't wait for everybody to see it. So
1: It's going to look great, and we're, we're excited for people to, to see the new site and uh, everything moving to the domain, and hopefully it'll all go very smoothly. You know, I'm going to say jump back again to January. Like We started off the year with a bang, and uh, we've got to do a, several watches episodes, which we hope you guys enjoy, um, pulling a classic movie or some piece of Texas culture out and really kind of looking at it. And uh, we, we salute filmmakers that want to set their movies in Texas and shoot their movies in Texas. I loved doing the Billie Jean episode. It's always a lot of fun. Uh, we use Slack as a productivity tool. If they're interested in sponsoring us, you can just drop us a line. But we do a lot of chatting and texting around when we're watching these movies together. And it's just really interesting to sort of see like th- what we talk about those movie episodes this is probably... Is close to what really hanging out with us would be like because we are all pretty big movie nerds. And that movie's yeah. great. That yeah. is the well, most
0: eighties movie ever. <laughs> well, uh my fun behind the scenes moment was just how awful silent L- silent rage <laughs> was. Just how awful Silent Rage was. It was I had silent rage at Mike for making me watch this awful movie. So it's Chuck Norris versus Michael Myers. I mean it was it
1: was the tagline alone should just have you excited. S-
0: it. I, I'm going to throw this out here, and this is going to cause a lot of controversy. Oh, boy. I'm going to say that Silent Rage was worse than Texas Rising. Mm. Throw mm. that out there. Worse than Texas Rising. Well, it was certainly um,
1: shorter than Texas Rising.
0: It was. I'm, it I'm was gonna, mercifully I'm, short.
2: I'm, <laughs> I'm having a hard time coming up with any sort of argument against that, Sean, well, be honest. Uh, <laughs> I'll say this. We
1: also watched Lone Wolf McQuaid this year. And which I would say, great. which is, I would say, in my opinion, and we watched a Walker, Texas Ranger this year. We actually we watched
0: did, the first Walker, Texas. But
1: my point is, is like, we got a real sampling of like Chuck Norris. I think the only thing we didn't do is the Fire Walker movie,
0: which. Yeah. But I, I think maybe, I think maybe next year, maybe next year we should go for, uh, we should go for a uh, Joe Don Baker movies <laughs> set in maybe Texas. Well, Rachel. yeah, well, that's true. They have to be set in Texas, so he's a Texan. Oh, maybe, maybe Powers Booth. He probably has more Texas movies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, the, there's there's still plenty of Texas. We still got to do some Dabney Coleman epics.
0: Yeah, but and, but boy, and there's three or four there's three or four Richard Linklater movies we haven't watched yet. So we still true. we still have to work our way through the Richard Linklater catalog.
1: Well, the point is is the point is is that these you know these are kind of fun things to like look at tech. There's more to the Texas than just dusty history books. It's nice to look at some of the culture stuff to see, because honestly people probably know as much about Texas from the movies they watch than they, than they do from the history books that are written. So anyway, we're glad those are probably our, at a, us at our most real having a discussion.
0: Yeah. Um. So another, some other fa- behind the scenes moments, you know, mm-hmm. we talked we talked a lot about some of the things people we thanked and people who've contacted us in our in our fifth fifth anniversary episode, um, but uh, you know we've also talked about that we had some episodes coming up and we're still working on those. But this fall has been kind of a kind of a challenging time for schedules for all of us. Um, so there's some people that we've been talking to about doing episodes with that uh, we we kind of dropped the ball on. So we'll be we'll be reaching out and trying to get uh, some more folks on the show. Uh, to talk about different different subjects and different things mm-hmm. uh, as we go into 2019, as things get a little more, hopefully get a little more straightened out in terms of scheduling and, and yep. uh, availability.
1: I'm going to throw out one last behind-the-scenes moment that leads into the next topic, and that was that uh, Sean and I got an opportunity to talk to the entire fourth grade class at uh, Jack Elementary here in Tyler this year and do a unit on Stephen F. Austin, who he was, and where he came from, uh, and you know, we put a hundred and like thirty, hundred and forty kids in a room, and we talked to them about about just how awesome Stephen F. Austin was, and uh, kept their attention for an hour. So, you know, hope to do some. It'd be nice to do something else like that again this year. Which leads me into you know, two zero one nine coming up. So, what's going to happen in twenty nineteen, folks? We got any thoughts, resolutions, things we should be excited
0: about, things our listeners should be excited about uh well i mean we're going to have more episodes hopefully we will have uh i think we'll probably have some more uh watches i think those seem to be uh, a lot of fun to do and a little bit easier to do in terms of prep Uh, we don't have to do quite as much research and quite as much uh uh, writing for our episodes more just reactions to to what we've seen so i I enjoy those i think they're a lot of fun and 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 listening listening episodes too or listen to an album or uh sometimes yeah on top of the record or something i i enjoy those as well yeah i mean i'm just looking forward to doing um some of my
2: favorite uh, stuff this year that i actually did the research on um were more local um you know stuff like the <clears throat> muncie incident um kind of the the immediate stuff around grand saline you know, talking about just what was in that area, that sort of thing. So um, I'm going to try and see if I can dig up more of those uh, more local scoped stories. Um, I think that would be interesting.
1: And I hope we can have a few more people on podcasts. And uh, I hope we uh, also keep getting great feedback from our listeners. So um, if you have some thoughts, ideas, things you want to hear us talk about, you just need to hit us up on Twitter. You can send us a DM, send us a note, email us, get in touch with us on Facebook. We're always listening and excited to talk to you. And, uh, you know, and there's some interesting podcast folks that we've talked to, and so hopefully we'll have some neat guests come on this year so we can do a couple more episodes like that. Last part of this, we just want to send out a special thank you. First, to our wives and kids for being supportive. This is a passion and a hobby, and it takes time, and we appreciate their support. And also want to really thank you, our listeners and friends, all of our come-and-take-it Texas Rangers out there listening every week. Keep downloading the show, keep sharing, and just let people know about what we're doing because uh, we're doing this for you. Thank you and Happy New Year. Thank you and Happy New Year. Thanks everyone for listening and Happy New Year. That wraps things up for today. You can find notes and links from today's show at brainstaple.com. We'd love to hear from you, so like and share us on Facebook, follow the show on Twitter at Texas Podcast, or go to brainstable.com and leave some feedback. You can find our show and many other great history podcasts at historypodcasters.com. Why not follow us individually, too? I'm on Twitter at Mr. Java. I'm Max Sean with two Ants, And I'm Scotticus. It's 2019. You're making resolutions. And I think a great resolution will be for you to go tell your friends about what we're doing here on Come and Take It. And please leave a review on iTunes because that helps us out to find listeners just like you. And in your 2019 resolutions, if you'd like to support this show financially, we'll get yourself to patreon.com slash Texas Podcast, where you too can become a come and take it Texas Ranger. We hope you'll join us next time, and remember that even if you aren't from Texas, Texas wants you anyway.